Hello and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It's your host, Manal Briggs. If you are watching this episode, I literally rearranged my whole room just for you, okay, to bring you this today. I wanted to switch up my recording position and honestly, this might be the new kind of move slash vibe for the solo episodes because one, this chair is a lot more comfortable than the chair I usually sit on and two, I kind of like holding the microphone like this as opposed to just talking to it on my desk. Shout out to the Pretty Lonesome podcast with Madeline RG because watching her just talk into the microphone like this made me want to do that too. And I don't know, it's just a different vibe. It's so much more fun. I love it. Anyway, also a little shout out to Taylor Swift. We've got her record in the back. Again, you can only see this if you're watching the recording, which you can go watch on YouTube if you want to see me talking to you. But anyway, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about healthy habits to start implementing into your life that's just going to make you feel better, more vibrant, and a more confident version of yourself. I found a list on Pinterest. You guys know that's like one of my main sources of inspiration a while back. And I had done a video on this a bit, uh, like originally, but I wanted to make it into a whole podcast episode because I actually refound the video and I was listening to it or watching it and it just kind of occurred to me like I started to re-implement those things back into my life. I feel like I went through like a little bit of slump where my healthy habits just kind of went out the window. I don't know where they went, but they're back now. And I've just noticed such a big difference in how I feel and how I like go through life when I'm doing these five things specifically. So the list had more than five things, but when I was looking at those were the five things that I really resonated with the most. And again, like I just said, when I'm doing those things, I notice that I'm just a better version of myself. And of course, it's a personal growth podcast. And I feel like it's been a while since we've done like a straight up like five things to do to make you better kind of a podcast episode. So we are going to do that today. So number one is, and this is probably my favorite because this is something I love doing anyway, is to read 10 pages of a personal development book every single day. Now, there's so much goodness that comes out of reading, I think. I mean, for one, it really just helps you to expand your horizons, look at things from different perspectives, learn. But I think with personal development books specifically, it also gives you the opportunity to like surround yourself with the kind of people that are going to help level you up, even if you don't have those people immediately in your life. So, you know, when we're on our self-growth journey and we're trying to better ourselves but we are still surrounding ourselves with people who aren't really where we want to be, it can be really hard to do that. And so if you listen to podcasts, if you read books, if you watch certain YouTube videos, it's almost like it's you surrounding yourself with the kinds of people that you want to be like. And, you know, 10 pages a day seems, so for some people it might seem like a lot if you don't read at all. Um, if you read a lot, you know, it might seem like nothing, but this is one of those things that will compound over time. And I even noticed a significant difference in how I approach situations and how I perceive things when I'm reading personal development books versus when I'm not. So that is a big key thing. And I think it makes a really big difference. If you need some recommendations, I've got you. I, I read a lot. I'm a big reader in general. But one of the ones that's one of my absolute favorites is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Hoyes. And then another one that I would recommend actually specifically for 20-somethings is the 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. That book, it's it's not really like 
it is, is like a whole bunch of short essays so it's, it's not going to be read like a typical book but I just noticed that there was a lot of things in there that I really resonated with at this time in my life and so sometimes it's also helpful to read things where it's like okay I'm not alone in this situation and then it makes you feel better about whatever position you're in right now. Number two is to drink water. This one is so kind of like obvious, but how many of us do not drink enough water? Personally, if I don't drink enough water, like I get a headache and I hate getting headaches. So I really try to make sure that I'm drinking enough of these every day. I did 75 hard a couple months ago and that really got me in the habit of drinking a lot of water. Uh, then I kind of fell off of that and now I'm getting back onto it. But again, I noticed a significant difference in how I felt when I was drinking water versus not. It's one of like the best things that you can do for yourself, I think health wise too. And it's just a really good thing to get in the habit of doing, like bring a water bottle everywhere you go, sip if you have to, but it's just, it's better to be, you know, drinking that water than to not, especially if you're like me and like you are addicted to caffeine, uh, be honest with yourself, are you addicted to caffeine? That is going to dehydrate you. So if you're drinking a lot of coffee, you need to be drinking even more water. Okay. I'm just, I know it's hard. We'd rather drink iced coffees, but if we want to stay healthy and sharp, then we need to be drinking our agua. Okay, number three is exercise. This is another one that I notice a significant difference in my mood specifically, and I know my family does too, when I exercise versus when I don't. And this is one of those things that, again, is pretty obvious. Like, you know, if you exercise, you'll feel good. But I don't know what it does to, you know, that, that whole endorphins thing. Like, I don't know what happens in my body when I exercise but I always feel better. Even if it's a crap workout, even if it like stunk and I really didn't want to do it. If I get it done, first of all, that makes me feel good about myself because I'm like, I actively did something that I know is going to help me get better. But it also just makes me feel like so much lighter and like de-stressed. I think it's, it's something that has always helped me relieve stress. So whenever, you know, I'm feeling really wound up, like I have to remind myself to do something that's going to involve moving my body. Um, for me, the two biggest things that have been really helpful recently is going for walks and strength training. And I interviewed a creator who is really big into fitness last week. If you didn't listen to that episode, I highly recommend listening to it with uh, Paige. It's called Redefining Fitness as a, a Retired Collegiate Athlete. She said a lot of good stuff in that episode. But one of the things that we were both kind of agreeing on is this scent, the feeling of empowerment that comes from strength training and working out and doing things in the gym. And I was talking to my mom about this as well. And she had said, you know, the gym is one of those places that you can always be winning. It's really just you against you. And that's something that Paige talked about last week too. And it's like one of her philosophies. And I absolutely love that. But strength training just makes you feel like you're on top of the world and you don't need to you know tell people how much you're lifting how much you're benching what you're doing in the gym it's just almost for you to know to have that quiet confidence that like damn like I did that this morning I I had a workout this morning and I'm literally riding on a high still because I'm like holy crap like I lifted the most I've ever lifted and it just makes you feel confident and you know powerful especially as a woman and I don't know, like it does something for my confidence and, the, and the, the walks, like those really help my mental health. You know how people are always talking about hot girl walks, like those are real. Put in a podcast, put in music, don't listen to anything if you don't want to. But going for a walk does something. I don't know. And every time I also come back feeling like so creative. So whenever I'm just feeling low, I'm like, okay, right now I ask myself, like, have you worked out today? Have you moved your body? No. Okay. That's why you feel like crap. Go do something and you'll feel better when you come back. And like literally every time I do that, 
that's what happens. So if you don't exercise already, start. It doesn't matter what you're doing, whether it's yoga, strength training, walks, runs, you know, Zumba, like find out what works for you and then do that. Number four is gratitude and journaling. So gratitude, I think, is a really good thing for personal development and it's a great habit to get into. It literally takes two seconds to write down three things that you're grateful for every morning. And if you're not a big writer, you can even say it out loud. But what I find is that really just helps my mindset in the sense that like, if something doesn't go according to plan in the day, I know that I still have so much to be grateful for that it's like not the end of the world. And I think it's also just good to acknowledge like, the good things that are going on in life, it helps you put more focus on that. That's going to help bring more positive stuff into your life too. But it's just really good, I think, to be grateful for the life you have and what you have and the opportunities that you have and things that have happened and all that stuff. And just to come back to that daily means you're always thinking about the good and that's going to help you to attract more good into your life. Journaling, I so I like to write. So my gratitude consists of journaling, but also just journaling in general helps you get in touch with your feelings, helps you work through things. I think it's good to journal when you're going through good things and bad things because, you know, it's really easy to pull out your journal when you're going through bad things, but then it's like, every time you look back on a journal entry, it's just going to be like hard things that you went through and it's sometimes you want to read some positive things. So if you journal about good things that happen too, it's another thing that you can come back to and be like, oh my gosh, remember that day? Like, that was amazing. And then number five is to get sleep you know I, I know everybody likes to kind of romanticize that whole oh like I barely slept like I'm running off of no sleep I need caffeine because I didn't sleep and like it's haha funny but it's actually not funny because if you're not sleeping like I don't know how you're functioning and long term that's just not gonna work out so there's definitely like times where you know need to pull that on night or get that thing done I mean I work shifts that literally like end at two in the morning but on the other days, like, I really try to make a point of going to bed at a certain time and getting up at a certain time. This is something that, again, has fluctuated. Sometimes I'm really good with this, sometimes I'm not, and it's something that I'm trying to work on because I know that I like getting up early, which means I need to go to bed a little bit earlier, but I'll find myself wanting to go to bed at midnight and get up at, like, 6.30. And six and a half hours of sleep is probably all right, but it's, like, not really great. Like, I feel like that's not really the habit I should be working on. <laughs> so um, this is something I'm personally working on too, but I think that there's something really awesome about being able to get up at the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every night. Just helps you get into that routine. And I don't know, like, I think also your body will get used to having a certain amount of rest and it's just going to help you be able to function a lot better during the day. So if you have any tips, let me know, because again, this is something I'm personally working on because it's something I struggle with. My sleep schedule is all over the place. Like I said, partly because of my work schedule, but still, like I don't want to come up with excuses being like, oh, well, it gets messed up on the weekend. So I guess it's going to get messed up during the week. Like, no, we can proactively try to fix that so that that's not the case. <laughs> All right, well, that is my five healthy habits to implement into your life. Like I said, personally, I've gone through times where these are, like, they are dialed. I'm dialed with these. Like, nobody is going to let me get away from them. And there's some times where I go through and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that's slacked. So give yourself grace, especially as you're starting to build these healthy habits, because as habits go, like, it's, it's not necessarily easy. Otherwise, you know, you'd just be doing it already. But just know that these things are going to be beneficial and helping you to be a better version of yourself, to feel more confident, to show up the way you want to, and to just overall feel like, damn, I'm that girl. 
that is all for today. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and week, and I will chat with you in the next episode.